0: What's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time, then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them, and sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome to Camp Rewatch. I'm your counselor, Jay Thomas, and this week we are talking all about things that involve camp. Whether it's comedy, horror, movie, or TV. When I was younger and even now, I loved all things uh, camp. Except actually going to camp. I never once went to camp of any kind. I didn't do any kind of camping ever. I've never gone camping. I've never stayed in a bunk with a bunch of kids that I didn't know. Uh, None of that. I always kind of wanted to. I don't know if I ever actually said to my parents, hey, I want to go to camp. Because as somebody that uh, is like in a wheelchair, and there's other medical things that I've, I've always had to do. Um, it could be a little awkward sometimes at a regular camp, and I'm sure there are plenty of camps for uh, disabled people to go to. Uh, I just never looked into it because uh, I didn't have the internet, so what was I going to do? Uh, I didn't look into it. I don't think my parents ever really did. We have a cabin uh, in Spirit Lake, Iowa. It was real tiny. Um, so, I mean, that was sort of like going to camp, I would assume. My parents are probably like, eh, we'll just do that instead. But that left me kind of always wanting to go. But I felt like I went occasionally because I watched a lot of m- movies and TV shows that involved camp. In fact, I still do. You know, this is sort of a kind of a sequel to last week's episode where I was talking about Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar and how I've got a weird soft spot for movies that take place on vacation or in like a tropical area or even someplace as stupid as Florida. This sort of falls in that. Like if it's in like a wooded area or if it takes place at a camp, chances are I'm either going to like it or I'm going to want to watch it for sure. Uh, that's just, it's a weird thing with me. Um, some of my absolute favorite camp movies, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. It's like one of my all-time favorites. immediately, out of the van. Get out of the van. Out. Out. What are you doing? I'm going back to camp. I'll come back in the morning and pick you up. Wait. wait a what, Neil? Well, just wait a minute. You can't just... You can't get there and back my shut up. I am going to be with Abby Bernstein tonight. And if you don't like it, well, you know what? You could just go ahead and (laughs) yourself. But does that really count? Because it's a parody. It's kind of a spoof of other camp things. Like a lot of movies that I plan on kind of talking about uh, happened in uh, like Wet Hot American Summer is a complete, um, not copy of those, but like a tribute to those. It's sort of like a best of movie in in a way. Friday the 13th, the first thing that comes to my mind, You know, every movie takes place at Camp Crystal Lake. Did you know that a young boy drowned the year before those two others were killed? The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. But it doesn't really have a camp vibe because it's always like either before camp starts or it's like the weekend before or it's kids going to. And by kids, I mean like teenagers that are in their 30s um, going and partying you know, prior or the camp's been shut down. There's only one movie that actually really features campers. I mean, there might be some in the very beginning of the first movie, but I'm thinking more uh, Friday the 13th part six, Jason lives. Camp is, is full on a go and there's kids and uh, you meet them and it's fun. Like I enjoy that. Uh, There's campers scared to death that they're going to be killed by Jason. And I think that's fantastic. Um, Recently, Netflix had their Fear Street trilogy. The second movie takes place at camp. I prefer that one to the other two. I think that one's more fun. I think it's it's I like the setting better. I think it's a little scarier and it, it pays homage to a lot of those movies that I like. So if if you're in camp, chances are I'm gonna like that movie, or at least I'm gonna, you know, watch it and then eventually talk about it on a podcast. Um Meatballs. That was one that I rewatched for this podcast. I wasn't even really planning on it. Um I just Watched it now. And the funny thing is, is uh, I, that's only the second time I've seen it. So today was the actual official rewatch for me of Meatballs. I grew up watching Meatballs 2. Now, Meatballs 2, <laughs> uh, if, I had, if I had seen Meatballs 1 and then went to Meatballs 2, I'd be like, what the f*** is going on here? Because Meatballs is the first starring movie of Bill Murray. I'm your head counselor. And this is my wake-up show. I'll be coming at you every morning about this time hoping to make your summer camp experience the best available in this price range. From 1979, directed by Ivan Reitman, who would later on go to do Ghostbusters, was written by Harold Ramis, also of Ghostbusters. You know, Ivan Reitman, Bill Murray, and uh, Harold Ramis, that that, that trio, they they did a lot of good things together. You know, it's basically just the campers and you kind of focus on like one kid who's an outcast. They eventually uh, play against, you know, the the more popular camp that's better at everything, and there's that camp petition at the end. It's an old song and dance. It's been done a billion times. Well, the second movie... It does feature more of the kids. Like, I would say Meatballs kind of is with the counselors. At least I think they're the counselors. It's hard to tell in these movies if the counselors are actually teenagers or if they're supposed to be teenagers because everybody looks super old. Like, that's, that is a trope in all of them. I don't know how old anybody's really supposed to be. And that's actually the joke in What Hot American Summer. Everybody's, like, in their 30s, literally, and they're playing, you know, teenagers. Um, but in Meatballs 2, there's an alien. Like a really bad-looking alien that's hanging out with him. Sort of like an E.T. situation. Me, Ted. Who are you? Me, Ted. What did he say? I think he said Meathead. Meathead. Meathead? Meathead's what he said. Meathead. Uh, and that's real weird. And then there's an, a third Meatballs movie that I've never seen. It's got Patrick Dempsey in it. It's rated R. I always thought Meatballs, the first one, was rated R for some reason. I think it's because the other ones, are they they get progressively dirty. And Meatballs 1 is like a family movie. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Again, I'd never seen it until a couple of years ago and only rewatched it this one time. But, yeah, I like Meatballs. I think it's fine. Um, If I think of, like, camp movies, now I might go back and watch this one more uh, because it is very... It does give you that camp mood. You know, it's like a thing with uh, in Meatballs where Bill Murray is trying to connect with this kind of outsider kid, and he kind of mentors him. And, like, that's fine. But then, like, the kid is, like, the one that wins the competition in the end. But you don't, like, it seems like he's had this big growth, but only with Bill Murray. Like, I feel like we needed to see more of, of like, the actual campers in that movie. Like, specifically this one main kid, like, actually hanging out with other kids and being less awkward, but... He just hangs out and plays poker with Bill Murray. It, it, that, that part seemed weird. Like there's I feel like there was a whole section that they probably cut out for time. They're like, well, Bill Bill Murray's a star. Let's just let's just show all the Bill Murray stuff. Nobody will care about the other stuff. I care, guys. I care. But of course, probably the best thing that happens in the movie Meatballs is the theme song. It's the best. I- Um, another movie I watched today to um, add to this was uh, Heavyweights. For Jerry and his friends, <laughs> it was a dream come true until a new owner... That is out of here, mister! Oh, no. ...turned it into a nightmare. Lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Disney's Heavyweights came off the heels of Mighty Ducks... And it had a, a few of the same people uh, as D2, the Mighty Ducks. Directed by Stephen Brill, who uh, did who who wrote the Mighty Ducks movies and even now the, the new show Game Changers. And Judd Apatow also wrote it. Paul Feig is in it. I don't know if he wrote any of it, but he did like Freaks and Geeks with Judd Apatow and has directed a ton of TV and movies. I love that movie. And in fact, I actually love it more now that I know all the people that are behind the scenes because it makes sense. Ben Stiller in that movie, phenomenal. It's about these, if you've never seen it. It's about these kids that go to fat camp to this place called Camp Hope. It's Camp Hope. It's where they can all go and be heavier set children and no one's going to judge them. No one's going to make fun of them. They're going to jump off of a a tall, like, ladder platform area into a giant cushion called the Blob. Go flying in the air. It's going to be a great time. And then Ben Stiller's character, Tony Perkis, shows up and he's just like this fitness Nazi and uh he's he's the whole purpose is of him being there is he's bought the camp to change it to do like this infomercial for his weight loss system that he has, the Perkis system. And uh, every, the whole summer gets turned upside down and the kids turn against the counselors eventually and craziness ensues in a very Disney kind of way, but it does it does get kind of dark like there's a scene where uh, the kids turn on the uh, counselors the bad counselors the ones that are trying to make them healthy Damn them right Uh, where they tie one of them up to a tree and then uh, put honey on his chest and Tell them that the Bears are gonna attack him. It's kind of funny But like that is a legit concern. I've seen the Revenant. I know what happens gonna get raped by a bear Ben Stiller is just this crazy fitness guy. I mean, it it's essentially a precursor to his character in Dodgeball. Like they're basically the same character and I I love it. and he just goes more and more insane as the movie goes on. and uh, it's perfect. I love Ben Stiller when he's in like a supporting role. I, there's not a lot of like Ben Stiller starring movies that I like a lot. Like I like meet the parents, but most of and um there's something about Mary. But for the most part, whenever Ben Stiller's like the star, I don't really enjoy those movies all that much. I like it when he's kind of the side character part of an ensemble. And the kids definitely shine in this one. And this is like the most campiest of, I think, the movies that I'm going to talk about today. That kind of follows the same sort of thing of like, eventually you you play the athletic kids. There's always a competition. Is that a thing at camp? Again, I never went to camp. So I don't know what actually happens at camp or how authentic any of these movies are to actual camp. Uh, What do I know about camp? These movies and Space Camp, which is very different. But again, it involved the word camp, so I was all about it. Man, I love heavyweights. I love all the characters in it. You've got Goldberg, the goalie from Mighty Ducks in it. Kenan Thompson is in it, and he's pretty great. Like I said, Paul Feig's one of the counselors. You got Ben Stiller. You got uh, the homeless guy from Happy Gilmore, and then the friend from Wedding Singer, same guy. I love it. I love every moment of of that movie. I think that seems like a lot of fun. Plus, I realized I kind of looked like the main kid, when I was about that age, and that sort of makes me sad. I always pictured myself a little thinner, but now looking back, I—I I was not. I probably could have, probably could have gone to that camp. Uh, and then another movie I watched, and actually the reason that this podcast is happening, this podcast originally was going to be about the movie Sleepaway Camp Two: Unhappy Campers. That was the initial thought of the movie it was like, I'll just do Sleepway uh, sleepaway camp because I want to do a podcast about camp in general. But then I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just focus on one movie. But I like so many of them. I want to talk about so many different ones. Um, but in sleepaway camp too, it's great. Now, ideally I probably would have done sleepaway camp, the original. I love sleepaway camp, the original movie, but I feel like that's kind of been talked about to death. And I'll talk about it a little bit, but I'm not, I don't want to focus on it. Um, I love the weirdness And just straight up insanity of the first uh, Sleepaway Camp. In fact, I prefer Sleepaway Camp 1 and 2 to most of the Friday the 13th movies, to be completely honest. Um, I think they are so much better. They capture camp so much better. Again, I assume. I have no point of reference other than other camp things I've seen. Um, But Sleepaway Camp is it's got one of the craziest twist endings of all time and I'm not going to spoil it. I'm, I'm not because I I love it so much and it's so like what is happening right now that if you don't know, don't look it up, watch the movie. The movie is super, I suppose you could categorize it as, as bad. It's not a great movie. It's super highly entertaining. If you like movies that don't really make a lot of sense and are kind of, uh, you know, Poorly made, but it's done in such a (laughs) fun way that I I I think it's completely forgiven. Plus that ending, it's just the the craziest ass twist you've ever seen. There's no reason to think that ending is gonna happen, and it's just boom, it's there. So when I talk about Sleepaway Camp two, I'm gonna try not to give away too much of the ending of Sleepaway Camp one. Um, I love there's so many things in the first movie that i mean the the characters they're just ass to everybody every single kid is kind of a piece of shit, and the way they talk to each other is just mean and insane and i love every second of it um there's some of my, my some of my one of my favorite quotes of all time is there's these kids playing uh baseball and it's a it's a fairly like too long of a scene of, of kids playing baseball and Ricky is plays Angela. Who these are the two main characters. Ricky and Angela, they're cousins. And <laughs> Ricky's playing against somebody, and he's like, "Eat and die, Ricky. Eat and live, Bill." Where are you going to hear that? Nowhere else. It's wonderful. Plus, Ricky's mom is the most insane actress I've ever seen in my entire life. And you will not know what is going on in the one scene that she's in, but she leaves an impression. Let me tell you. Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me? Hmm? Any chips? Why, of course. I believe there's a whole bag. Well, I'm almost sure of it. And they play it pretty straightforward. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward kind of ripoff of um, Friday the 13th. I mean, honestly, the first movie, anyway, the first Friday the 13th. It kind of rips it off. But even Friday the 13th is ripping off other things like Halloween and Carrie and, and things like that. So it's a copy of a copy, essentially. So it's it's going to be a little off. Um, but it, it plays it pretty straight. It's a, a camper getting revenge on a- campers. And some disgusting sleazy people that work there i mean it's a just a weird sleazy movie so when you get to the second movie it does it in a completely different tone what ever happened to the good kids in the world oh don't talk like that uncle john there's lots of good kids we just have to weed out the bad oh. Remember, ladies, nice girls don't have to show it (laughs) (laughs) off. Where's Phoebe? I had to send her home. (laughs) I found her doing things with the boys last night that she had no business doing. (laughs) I know the rest of you are nice young ladies and you won't get into any trouble. Let this be a lesson to you. Say no to drugs. Camp Rolling Hills is the best. I don't like being the wicked witch of the West. Hey. But I know what happens when things get out of control. You're gonna tell. I love the And God, it's, it's hard to talk about a, a movie, a camp movie, a movie that takes place at camp that is also extremely campy, without getting too confusing. But they, they're very campy movies in the tone. Um, but Sleepaway Camp 2 goes way more for the laughs and goes way more for ca- sort of being a, a satire on the whole idea of the camp horror movie. Um, Angela is back. It's played by uh, Pamela Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, his sister. And she is pretty funny in it, actually. She plays Angela this time, who's um, supposedly reformed and living under an assumed surname. And she's working at a, a summer camp. However, when the campers start misbehaving, she soon reverts to her old ways. You see, Angela thinks things have to go a certain way, which means no fornicating, no drinking, no doing drugs, no not acting like a lady. And let me tell you, these campers, they're all late teens there's no young kids in this one whatsoever. Um, they are all asking to be killed. Allie, she's a very promiscuous girl. In fact, the first time you see her, she uh, she sits up in bed and she's not wearing a shirt. And uh, I'm not complaining. My wife thought it was a little unnecessary. And the one weird thing in this movie, it, so it stars Pamela Springsteen. Also, Renee Estevez, or Estevez. And that is Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez's uh, sister which I kind of thought she looked like 80s Jennifer Aniston. Um, but every character in this movie is named after a current 80s star. So we've got uh, Renee Estevez plays Molly, as in Molly Ringwald. Valerie Hartman, who plays Allie. There's uh, a character named Rob. Then you've got Mare, Demi, Leah, like Leah Thompson. Uh, Brooke, which I'm, I'm thinking is Brooke Shields. Anthony, there's a Judd, a Phoebe, like Phoebe Cates, a Charlie and an Emilio. And then there's a Diane maybe lane i don't know maybe i was a, i was a young child when this came out and i don't know everybody that was popular then but i was only 6 and i didn't even see this movie until probably i was 8 or 9 my cousin tanner was obsessed with the first three sleepaway camp movies specifically sleepaway camp 2 because it's really funny like the deaths are pretty violent and pretty over the top and i love them uh there's there's a really Allie's death, Uh, she gets shoved down a porta potty. Get in the toilet! Uh, What's down there? Answer me. That's right, one of your favorite words. Well, if you mind if I borrow for a moment, you've been a friend and a camper. What else is down there? I don't know. Well, then I guess you're just gonna have to climb in and find out. And there's leeches and, like, literally all over her and she just gets drowned by angela it it is uh like with a stick it's the craziest thing um everybody in this just kind of like in the other one real snarky real real kind of mean to each other uh angela gets rid of one girl for hanging out with the boys she's literally just hanging out with them at a campfire and she's telling a story about uh what she had heard about uh the other camp where a girl apparently had killed everybody. And that, that of course was Angela. So she offs her. There's these other kids that are going to scare Angela. So they dress like Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. And Angela finds the Jason one, kills him and then wears his face, and she basically becomes Leatherface. And then she kills Freddy, or maybe it's the other way around. It doesn't really matter, but it's it's fun because it's Leatherface killing Freddy and Jason. It's just it's poking fun at all the movies that were really popular at that time, and it does it in a really fun way. I mean, this is a really like funny movie. Um, there's some really <laughs> ridiculous quotes in this one. Like the dialogue is just insane. Like this is Allie after she's had sex with Rob. That was great. Thanks a lot. That was fun. Uh Listen, you don't have AIDS or anything, do you? It's like, no. Great. See ya. She just gets up and leaves. And then Rob gets murdered by Angela. It's great. Uh This is another line. A woman in a truck picks up Angela uh, towards the end of the movie. you picking me up. Who? Ain't no skin off my teeth. Besides, girl, like you shouldn't be alone on this road. I mean, the way I see it, I'm just too dumb to drink and I'm too fat. This movie is gold. I'm telling you, it's... The best. If you've never seen Sleepaway Camp 2, you should do it. There's a really fun camp song, which I, I played in the beginning of this podcast. Uh, check it out. If you've never seen Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, do it. I love it almost as much as I love the first movie, and they're very different. They're totally, completely different movies. I prefer Sleepaway Camp 1. And again, if you've never seen it, watch it. Don't look up the ending. If you don't know what the ending is, it's a masterpiece of what the f- cinema. You know, other uh, other camping movies that I really enjoy. Um, I remember, and I, I didn't see it a lot, but I remember really liking uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, and I wanted to watch it, but it's not online. But one day, I'll be a camp counselor, and I'll be running this place. I'll be shaping and molding youthful minds into a focused worldview. Yep. P. Worrell, Camp Counselor, an extraordinary thing to witness. The Blu-ray, I think, was like... Twenty or thirty dollars, and I was like, I, I just, can't, I can't do that right now. <laughs> I can't, I can't do that for Ernest goes to camp. But I remember Ernest goes to camp reminded me kind of a lot of Sleepaway Camp. Honestly, The just the way it looked, the, like, the way it was filmed, they seemed similar. So I always kind of want to pair it with Sleepaway Camp, which I think would be uh, an, an extremely inappropriate and probably not one that you should do. Double feature uh, that might be fun. Maybe down the road, if I do end up getting the Ernest goes to camp blu-ray i will uh i will make a special podcast for that because you know how much i love doing that you know one movie that really kind of captures all of it the horror and the fun and kind of the silliness is adam's family value like half that movie takes place at camp chippewa when wednesday and pugsley have to go there and they want to break out and destroy the camp and uh that's one of my favorite camp moments of all time camp chippewa how charming what's chippewa it's an old Indian word it means orphan fresh air the scent of pine Wednesday look at all the other children their freckles their bright little eyes their eager friendly smiles help them um, but you know honestly as much as I like those I think TV is, is probably where I, I like camp the most um, Runaway Ralph you know the book by Beverly Cleary they made a bunch of movies like for school and like probably like ABC after school things and one of them was Runaway Ralph and it takes place at camp and it had Fred Savage in it it had uh one of River Phoenix's sisters and I can't remember everybody that's in it but um a talking mouse goes to camp Uh, I loved it. I loved, I wanted to go to that camp. Not because of the mouse or the talking cat. That cat was a by the way. Now, watch carefully. This is the way to handle a mouse. But I watched that quite a bit. And then I think the most camp thing that always made me want to go to camp, and I think anybody that's uh, around my age, I'm 39, if you're in, in late 30s, early 40s, if you didn't watch "Salute Your Shorts, I don't know what your problem is. But I realize I don't talk about TV a ton, but Salute Your Shorts is still, to this day, one of my favorite shows of all time. And it really makes me sad because it's streaming on uh, Paramount Plus, which I have. I've had it for a very long time. And when they added it, I was like, yes. In fact, there was a streaming service. um, I can't remember what it was called, but Nickelodeon had a bunch of shows on there. And one of the reasons I got it was because Salute Your Shorts was one of them. But they didn't have every episode. And I'm like, what? What? Why wouldn't you have every episode? Why, what's wrong with you? It's the best show ever. So then when it was on Paramount, I'm like, oh, they got to have it all. They don't. They've got like 10 episodes and they're random. They've got like a, a, a second episode of a two-parter on there. What the hell's your problem? Put the whole thing on there. Uh, my wife, I think it was before we were married, one of uh, for like a birthday gift or anniversary or something, she bought me the complete series off of eBay, which I knew it didn't exist. She didn't know that. And when she gave it to me, it was clearly on burned CDs. And uh, I don't have those anymore. They weren't always the best quality, because I think they were recorded off of TV. But uh, all the kids at Camp Anawana, Donkey Lips, Sponge, Budnick, uh, there was Pinsky, there was Michael, Ugg, the camp counselor. There's only one camp counselor there. Um, occasionally, there was a nurse, like once. Uh, there was Dr. Khan, who's just the voice over the intercom, which in Meatballs, uh, Bill Murray does that. Never reminded. I think that's... Uh, I'm assuming that's where they got that that idea for Slut Your Shorts because was a couple times it it definitely sounded very similar. Uh, then of course you had Dina and Telly or Tully, Telly, that Telly. Then there there was the the Jessie Spano character which I can't think of her name. Zip? No. Z- mm. I don't remember her name. It doesn't matter. Uh it was great. I loved I loved all the episodes. There's an episode where um Sponge and Donkey Lips are wrestlers, and one has to gain weight, and one has to lose weight. And they make a run to get burgers, and the burgers look completely generic and delicious. And I love that scene. There's one where they go uh, to a movie theater for a date. I love that one. Again, no, I think the wrestling one is streaming. Uh, the movie theater one isn't, which makes me very sad. Um, one of my favorite episodes, uh, Budnick and Michael uh, play sick to get out of going somewhere and they're in the doctor's office, like the doctor at the camp the whole time. Not to mention, I think Sleuthy Shorts created one of the scariest characters ever with Zeke the Plumber. Uh, Kind of a Freddy Krueger type of character, but still creepy looking, and I love that episode. It's so good. Attention, everybody! Michael Stein sucks his thumb, and he has a stuffed animal at camp. (laughs) You baby! Come on, let's see what else you have inside your head. I love their bunks. I always wanted to go to the bunks. Um, one thing I've noticed in a lot of these movies, whether it's Sleepaway Camp 2, or I think it happens in Friday the 13th, and it's definitely referenced in Meatballs, and I know happens in Revenge of the Nerds, was uh, panty raids. Were those things uh, a big, important deal in the 80s because it certainly happened in enough movies hey who's out there just us <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray! I don't think that's probably uh, a legal thing but it happened quite a bit in uh, camp movies and that's one thing I've learned uh, people were either uh, really depressed and hating being at camp or they're being very promiscuous or getting murdered. That seems to be the camp life. And you know what? I want to be a part of that. I want to see it. And it's funny how much I'm drawn to these movies and these shows because I am not like I, I like that idea in theory. I like the idea of going camping or going to a camp and staying in a bunk and all that stuff. But like um, my chair doesn't really I don't like wheeling around on grass. I don't like really being in grass. I don't like bugs. The sun usually tries to hurt me because I'm a very pale person. Uh, outdoors, I like the idea of being outdoors. I like being by a lake, but not for too long. So I don't think this is the life for me, but for some reason I always want it, and I always just relive it over and over again with movies and TV. And I, for real, have rewatched all of these things so many times. I love going to camp from my living room. Hope to see you all again next summer. <laughs> Can I have some applause for this man, please? Come on! Yeah! Hey! The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production. Good night, campers.